Okay, for the third time we're doing this all over again because for some reason the podcast that I was just doing got deleted off my phone. And I'm taking my phone to Apple tomorrow because, uh, you know, somebody's in them and I know exactly who it is, but, you know, it is what it is and I can't stop it, so not trying to. Today has been a very interesting day. Um, well, these last couple of days have been a very interesting day. We actually had found uh, my wife. And I actually spent three amazing, or two amazing days with her. We it was like, it all started over again, our whole lives. We came to realize that uh, she was not actually herself in around the people that she was with. So she was open and honest, actually. Um, she told me everything. You know, she didn't really understand what was going on and why she was so used to staying in a tent being a slave for other people and she didn't understand that the only thing that she understood was that there was something wrong and when I took her out of that environment she became normal again which was a good thing but now she's back to where she was um, scared or well not scared angry thinking that she loves somebody that has had somebody else hypnotize her into thinking that or doing some something crazy like that anyways so this podcast is about um hypnosis and mind control uh intimidation um we're we're going to cover a lot today. We're going to cover a lot this morning. I love doing these podcasts because I can speak freely and I can tell you how things really are and what life is like right now. I can say it without hearing anybody, you know, looking at me crazy and thinking, oh, this dude's nuts. Because most people are too afraid to speak what is really going on in their front door me I just don't care I I live life to serve my heavenly father's purpose and that is to help people that's what I've done all my life that's who I am and I'm a man I'm a real man 100% man I learned that I learned that quality from a great man, and that was my grandfather. His name is uh, Jose Sam Gallegos, and uh, retired from a cemetery back home, and he retired from the railroad company, or the railroad, you know, so he was a good man, and he never 
My, let's see, my grandmother died when I was, uh, I think I was like two or three months, and or maybe four. And uh, my grandmother died, and my grandfather never once allowed anybody to know that he talked to another woman. We all thought that, you know, this lonely old man, you know, is, you know, waiting to go to heaven to be with his wife. Which he did. I mean, he, he was lonely. I mean, no. Yeah, he was lonely. But it's okay because, you know, now he was with my grandmother and they're happy together. Because he was faithful to her memory. He was faithful to his grandkids, his kids. He did not allow any of us to see that he was with anybody. And that right there is 100% man to me. He showed me how to, you know, work, be honest, even though I wasn't honest back then. But when I started opening, when I opened up my own company, I wanted to be like him. So I took a little bit of him. Oh, wait, I took a lot of him and a lot and a little bit of the father that I'm named after. And and I mixed them. And I became this man that sits here before you doing this podcast. Um, you know, I told you guys about my past and told you I wasn't always a good man. But now I can honestly hold my head up and say, yes, I am a great man because I have the willpower and the knowledge that women are to be treated with love and respect and dignity. Women are to be cherished. And women should always be a priority in your life. No woman should ever have to pay for a man to do anything. Any man that takes money from a woman, can you really call that a man? Even if, like, we'll just take my wife for an example. She got paid. I paid, I paid her because she did the dispatching for my company. She lived in my house. She got paid, and I never once took a dime from her. Not once. Her money was her money. My money was her money. So she she could do whatever she wants. I don't know exactly what she'd... Uh, scratch that. I know what she did. She was sending the guy that she's with now her money. Obviously. Or somebody. But she was sending it somewhere. Because I would give her money to go out and... You know, go shopping. She would go out and she'd buy a little bit of stuff. And I'm thinking, you know, I just gave you some money. Where the hell is all this stuff? You know, you should be going out and buying Louis Vuitton and, you know, all this other stuff. But she never did. You know, and I was too busy with work to even understand or to even, you know, comprehend what I was doing. So I'm I'm really going to get into the hypnotizing and stuff like that, I promise. But this is part of it. I never understood why she never came home with, like, you know, expensive items. She went to the dollar store and, you know, and did, you know, frugal shit like that. But yet she didn't have no money when she came back. So, that leads to one thing. She was sending that money to someone else or giving that money to someone else. 
and I became a mark for her. Now, when I say I became a mark, I mean, yes, I was singled out between a bunch of people that she knew, and they told her to have her life with me, which she did. And she did that until a few months ago when her lover or whatever, man, pimp, whore, I don't know what you want to call him, got out of prison. So, and I understand now how it and and what came about to the change in her. So, after we spent, you know, all the money and the COVID hit and we went and, you know, we went on vacation. You know, everybody was locked down on, on when the COVID hit. Everybody had to stay home. But me and her, we left. We we left Arizona. We went to Vegas. Vegas was a ghost town. Then we went to my hometown. And then we went to go visit my sister. And we were supposed to go back to my hometown. But... God brought me back to Arizona. Why? Well, because he knew what she had to do. And what I had to do. I had to come and witness everything that I've witnessed. So she she didn't inform me until after about the COVID. Or not the COVID, but... Um, <sighs> Midnight Productions or whatever, Hell's Angels or whoever was after her. She didn't she didn't inform me until after. And we got back. So when we get back, you know, she's scared and I'm thinking that it's the it's the casinos that are after us, but no, it's not. So I I dedicate my whole life to her. I mean, I sleep two hours a night because I wanted her to be protected. I didn't allow anybody to come within five feet of her. And I did this for almost a year. Then, one day, she, all of a sudden, we, we, we were, were homeless because there's no work and, um, you know, there's nothing that we can do to make money. Excuse me. So what we do is we live in a tent, but I go and get, you know, a nice tent. <laughs> I get the nicer things. I, I, you know, I go all out. And like I said, I never allowed her to do anything. I couldn't because that's not what a woman's job is. A woman's job is to make a home. A man's job is to put, is to build that home. Now, if a man can't build his own home, how the fuck is he going to take care of a woman? How is a man going to live off a woman? Well, that's easy. Because there is this thing. It's called um, prostitution. A woman can always, always get money. All she has to do is open her legs. If she really wanted it, she can go out there and prostitute herself. It's the oldest profession in the world. Prostitution has been around from back in the days of Jesus. 
Now you look at how far back. That's over a thousand years ago. That's how long prostitution has been around. And we don't. We, you know, it probably been around longer than that. So a woman could make money any time of the day. Easier than a man can. Now, a man can live off a woman and be satisfied. Me, I can't. Like I said, I could never honestly be with a woman that know, me knowing that she just fucked you know, five, six, seven, eight guys in one day and then came home to me to satisfy me, I would honestly feel like a job or a trick. And then giving up the money to that man, you know, that's, that's, uh, I don't know. Let's read, let's read a comment here because, yeah, that's, it's pretty wild. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, let's see, why would you stay with a woman or try to help a woman that has done this to you? Um, That's easy because that's who I am and uh, she's really not in control of her own life. That's basically it. Her free will is gone. She has no free will. Um... It's like slavery. Why why do you think people go to war nowadays? I mean we we try to help the oppressed. We you know, we try to right the wrongs that are in the world. That's why people go to war and that's why, you know, a lot of first responders, real first responders that take their oath of office to the level that it should be, not to the level that it is now, you know, they the you just do that you just I do it because I felt something for her. I loved her, okay, yeah, I loved her. I loved the person that set me up, yeah, that's great, good job, good times um i look at I look at it like this if the things that I know now was to happen all over again would I do it hmm yes I would I would honestly do it because the things that I know now are hurtful and painful and there's no way to undo what they've done it's 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 done it's that's who she is she is now a mindless controlled dog human or even if she's human I don't even think you know they've been I've been talking about cloning here in Phoenix well the day that I was with her um Captain Martinez told me to look on the top of her head and to see if there was like a bald spot with a number or dots <laughs> I'm going to post those on my Facebook. So it's uh, Andy Mira. I have a black mask on. I'm going to actually post those pictures that I took of her head on my Facebook. So you can see there is clearly a big spot on her head that, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. So um, 
Let me just write that out. So yeah, it's, you know. Um, it's, I, I just don't understand it, but you know, it is what it is. So yeah, I think that, or well, we know now that she has been cloned. And the proof is right there in plain sight on top of her head. There is no way you miss that much hair or just that much hair falls out and nothing else falls out around it. I mean, come on. Um, so, yeah, she's been, you know, through some shit. Uh, her kids as well. Her ex-husband as well. Um, her ex-husband's family members as well. A lot of people in Arizona don't realize, but this is the beginning of, you know, and, well, that's not true. Let me take that back. A lot of people know, but are too afraid to show what they know. And they're too afraid to help anybody. They sit in their houses like they're, you know, safe and secure. No, you're not safe and secure in your home. You're not. Because... Once they get done using up all the fresh meat, what do you think they're going to come and uh, start playing? My house? Nah, not my house. Your house? Eh, I think your house. So, it is what it is. You know, it's sad, but what can you do? You can't do shit. Nobody wants to do shit. Everybody wants to act like they're stuck in fucking... You know, La La Land and got blinders and I don't want to talk about it because you're going to bring me trouble. That's what I had one lady. I, I posted some things on my Facebook today. And you're going to, you know, you don't have a care in the world for anybody. No, I just want people to wake the fuck up and realize that if we sit down, they're going to walk all over us. But if we all stand up and say, hey, you know what? There's something wrong here. And let's 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 look into this and let's see what the fuck is going on. All those bad people are gonna go away. Cause they don't want that. They don't want that. Hell no. So what we do is we just uh we try to organize the masses and the more people that are informed the more better will be. But people are not people are not smart enough to do that. People are too afraid. In one of my podcasts I I mentioned an old lady. She was I don't know, sixty, seventy years old maybe. Well nah, she's in her sixties. This woman she, everybody knew I was thirsty because, you know, they have these cameras and you can watch these private shows of their, you know, beating people and raping women and women acting like whores. You know, they, they have these private channels, you know, and you can actually, I don't know how you get onto these things because they would never tell me. They always kept that stuff from me and nobody wanted me to know anything. They kept saying, oh, you're crazy, but you know what? how crazy I am now because it's really happened um anyways so 
it's it's live. I mean, they're doing this stuff. And this old lady, she put water out, you know, and she had water out there for me. And uh, I stood right by a garbage can and I can hear somebody, you know, whispering, saying, you know, they're coming. The bikes are coming. And so I knew exactly what that meant. The cameraman on the bikes, they're riding down. You know, it's almost like the purge. They are trying to really fucking legalize the purge, which is crazy. Because not everybody gets the purge. Oh, no, 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 no. Not everybody gets to do it. But the ones that are able to do it, oh, yeah, they take full advantage. They go ahead and they go out and they try to purge and they do purge. Um, but not everybody gets to do it. And the way they've the they done it, they, they're slick. They are slick. They get with all the first responders. And all the first responders then take a break for a few hours. So everybody's gone. There's no first responders. There's no police. There's no fire engines. There's no paramedics. Everybody in the cities are gone. Hmm. Why do you think that is? Well, the reason why that is is because the purge is going on. And this is happening not only here in Phoenix. I have people in Europe that have telling me the same thing. And it's happening all over the world. So how are we, you know, so blind? Well, let me tell you how we are. Because they are actually allowing the purge to go on because they're cloning the people that they're killed. Now, all the original bodies are buried deep, 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 deep in the earth. And it's doing what to the earth? Well... It's killing the earth because, you know, the decay and all that stuff. And, you know, it's, it's, it, we're, we're killing the planet. They're heating up the planet. How the hell do you have heaters heating up the outside of a building? And who's paying the gosh dang electric bill for those things? Well, I don't know. I guess the government. I, I I don't even I don't even know how to even explain the things that I have seen and witnessed. I don't know how to explain how I witnessed my own wife put into a building and then listen to everybody say, Oh, she's calling for Andy. Okay, that right there pissed me off. So I went over to the building and they wouldn't let me in because I didn't know how to get in. Well, they killed her. And I know that, uh, I know what they did. They put her on some some pendulum, I guess, or swing. And they ripped her in half. As they did her daughter and her husband as well. Um, and then they clone them, and then they bring them back. You know, they bring them, they bring them back. And what they're doing is they're putting like the they're soul jumping. I think I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. I haven't figured that part out yet, but I'm going to. Let me tell you. 
Because I figured out this uh, how they're getting people to do what they want. Now I gotta figure out the other part. So they are cloning people, and uh, if you guys go to my Facebook, you guys will be able to see the pictures. Um, so when they do this, they their souls. I guess they haven't. They don't know how to harvest the soul. They they can't because God won't allow it. God's you know that's God's soul. It's not yours. It's God's. Um, and God won't allow you to harvest your soul. So, so I just posted two pictures on my Facebook and you can clearly see what it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's not supposed to be there, but yet it's there. I mean, it's, how do you do it? And you know it's it's a big gash and if you look inside there is a face inside the picture or inside on her, on the hole in the head or the yeah it's a guy with glasses no face and if you look at on to post another picture right let me just go back and post another picture the same face that's in her head is actually on a picture that she took of me after she let some monster, demon, whatever into my room. I freaked out about that. And now I understand why. Because this monster has control over her. And who do I think it is? Well, I know who the devil is. I know who that man is. I've sat with him quite a few times, actually. Um, not to be his friend. But to try to make a deal for everybody's soul. Because I would I give my life for my fellow man? Yes, I would. If I could save one soul, I have done my job. If I could save one person, one soul, I, I don't care if it was my enemy. If I could save one soul, I would I've done my job and I've done it well, just with one soul. But I would go to this man who I know is the devil, or Satan, or Lucifer, or whatever, and he tries to act like he's not, you know, he thinks he's funny, but he knows that I know who he is. He also knows that I am a faithful faithful warrior for my heavenly father and he knows that I will never change even though I try to lie to him he's the father of lies he already knows the lies that are going to come out of my mouth and he doesn't believe it and I don't believe him and you know he tries to act like oh well you know maybe you're crazy and you've got mixed up into this and that and that no it's not that it's just that I'm trying to figure out a way of what you want for you to leave my fellow man alone I'm just tired of playing with him, so I actually blocked him, and I'm cutting him completely out of my life, because I'm actually going to post a bunch of pictures, because I've taken pictures, I love, I love to take pictures, and anybody that knows me knows that I document everything, because if I don't have proof, 
And I can't say that it's true. So me, I document everything. Now, we're going to get... Uh, so we're doing the clone thing. So in this, in this picture, you can obviously see the face. I mean, it's it's light, but it's there. You can see the face in the head. Um, I took a few... I took a few pictures of her head, you know, and I was actually informed on where this would be, where where I would find the cloning mark that they are now using for the people that they have cloned. So, I took pictures of it and I sent it to my team and my team confirmed that yes, this is a clone and they actually know how to read it to see which... Uh, clone she is if she's the the first one second third fourth or fifth well this Jessica right here that I'm posting the pictures of she is the seventh clone that they have made so they've killed her off like a bunch of times and now she's flawed wrong I I can't say flawed I I guess that I guess the reason why they went back and made seven more is because they fixed the flaw so that nobody could tell that it was not her. Me, I can tell. You know, because a person that writes on everything constantly, and, I mean, when I say writes on everything, this woman would write on mirrors, bottles. I mean, she had a magic marker for everything, and that's what she did. She loved writing, loved, you know, loved life. And then I noticed something because she would leave me little clues everywhere. And I noticed the handwriting start to change in that you couldn't read what the words were going to say. And then it became so awful that it didn't look like handwriting at all. It looked like some little kid was just gibber, you know, scratching on whatever. But she did. I mean, she did what she, you know, was going to do. And I just thought, uh, I don't know what I thought. I, I, I realized that she, uh, you know, is crazy. But they've also cloned me. And after this demon picture that I'm going to show you guys, um, after they'd done this picture, they actually sent me this guy, who is a clone of me. And I'm thinking, who the fuck is that guy? Why does he look just like me? Well, that's because they cloned me. And then I'll show you a picture of Satan, the devil himself. Well... I'm not going to show you the picture of the devil that's here on this earth. I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to show you a picture of the devil that has been around for a millennium or so, maybe, a couple. So I'm actually posting those now. Um, there we go. So yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean... They can make them look older, younger, you know, it it doesn't matter what they look like. They just 
are there and they can make the body parts change and shorter you know when they clone you when you are a clone they can do whatever they want I've seen Jess as a 90 year old woman I've seen her as a 15 year old girl I've seen her as a you know 20 something year old girl they have no empathy for a person's feelings you know especially mine they hate me so much that they just hate me and it's cool I'm good with it if somebody knows how to send over um uh voice waves I would love to post them on Facebook because me like I said I document everything and now I'm starting to have to put you know, audio and video in the rooms that I stay in. Because the other night, I did. I put a audio in the room, and I actually heard somebody say something that kind of freaked me out. I, I mean, it was right next to me. <laughs> and I know who it was. I just don't care. Because when I die, I know it's going to be better off for everybody. Because that means that Christ is, you know, going to do the rapture and this war can begin. But you got to realize, seven years. Satan has seven years on earth to torment and mistreat and collect as many souls as he can destroy as possible. Seven years, that's all he gets. Hopefully, I hope God reneges and just gives him fucking it. The time that he already had and says, you know, fuck you, you're, you're done. Because that's what I would do. You know, and everybody's sitting here, you know, celebrating Halloween. Well, this is the devil's day. I look at it like this. I am not going to celebrate something that Satan has set up for himself. I'm good. You're good. I'm good. We're all good. Now, I didn't understand why everybody wanted me to put... Jess in jail. There's a reason. Because if she's in jail, they can easily transport her to wherever they want. Like, uh, I know for a fact that at the jail, you know, they had her there. She didn't even realize it. She thought she was at a friend's house, but no, she wasn't. She was there. Oh, sorry. She thought she was underneath a bridge with a friend that she knows who she calls, or we call the troll. She thought she was there. But little did she know she wasn't. She was never there. Well, she was there, but she was, she was, yeah. She was at the police station. I watched a couple of guards go in there, screw her. And then I watched some inmates go in there and screw her. And there was nothing I can do because they were trying to, you know, kill me. So I was like, you know what, fuck. If you're going to kill me, you're going to fucking execute me. And that's what I said. They tried to get the Rasa to do it. The Rasa said, you know what, we ain't going to do that shit to him because he didn't do nothing for that. You know, we don't work for the police. So they didn't like that too much. They tried to get the uh, fucking the natives to do it. The natives didn't agree with that shit either. 
you know, all the politics inside the jails are just like the prisons. So nobody wanted to do it. There was only one white boy that wanted to. And he was a uh, Aryan Brotherhood. But, you know, once he tried to step up on me, you know, Rasa stood up and said, nah, that's not going to happen. And the Paisa stood up and, you know, and the natives, they're like, shit, nobody's touching him. So I was secure. I was cool. Because I didn't do nothing wrong and it was not the right thing to do to me. It wasn't. And the police were mad because I was discovering what they were up to. Like police being in the pocket of the casinos. I mean, okay, you're in the pocket of the casinos, so what? Oh, they didn't want me to know that. But yet I found out because our Father in Heaven wanted me to find out. So I did not understand everything that was going on in my life. I didn't. And for a long time, I was blaming the casinos. Well, the casinos have a lot to do with it, too. And the reason why I say that is because now when you go to a casino and you win money, you're signing a little bit more than what you want to sign for. Oh, yeah, you're signing for your money. But the fine print that you're not reading because you're so excited that you're getting that money, I think that's what people need to start reading. What does the fine, fine print say? Well, the fine, fine print says, you have now sold your soul to the devil. Suckers, I'll give you that money. You give me your soul. And these people are doing it. So everybody stay away from the casinos. I mean, if you're a Christian anyways. But if you're not a Christian, you know, you guys go ahead and do what you do. All my true faith people that believe in our Heavenly Father and that believe in our brother and the son of our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, stay away from those places. Anything that has to do with money, that's Satan's. That's all Satan's. God said, when they brought him the coin, when he asked for them, when they were saying, well, whose taxes is this? Who, Who do you pay? And they, God told him, bring, you know, bring a dollar, whatever, it starts with a D, is, you know, the dollar. And they said, well, whose who's picture's on there? And they said, well, it's Caesar's. And they, he said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Give to God what belongs to God. So, you know, does this telling you one thing. What belongs to God is our souls. What belongs to the devil is his money. Giving you his money, you giving him your soul. I'm good with that. I was, you know, I'm good with that. So, back to the cloning. So, when she opened up the door and let this demon into my room, I, I didn't even realize it. I didn't realize that she was part of the hive, and she is. And it's it's not that I'm it's not that I'm sad that she's part of the hive. I'm I'm actually glad that she is. Because because my myself, I believe that everybody that is connected, interconnected like that, 
they're all going to hell because you've obviously done one something that is unforgivable and you have now been initiated into the hive or two something in your past has caused them to say hey your soul is mine already so you know here's this little gift I'm going to give you you can say you're God and that's what these motherfuckers do they say oh I'm God no motherfucker you ain't God because I know God is perfect he has no flaws there is no impurities in him he is perfect perfect speech perfect being perfect sight you know that's God that's my God not the angels and like I've said to people a human can never be an angel an angel can never be a god there's only one no there's two but God put himself into a woman and was born as the son therefore what do we do we we now know that they are doing these uh, cloning they buried the original bodies which now they are starting to realize that oh shit there's too many people that know where we buried these bodies so we need to go and dig up all these bodies and you know dispose of them real quick before something really happens and you know all these mothers get riled up and they start digging and proving that you know Bobby Joe's right there but wait Bobby Joe's in the in the ground right there and they dig up Bobby Joe and they put Bobby Joe behind bars or in their little camps where they're going to go for clones and they're going to bring up Bobby Joe's body and then they're going to say hey this is Bobby Joe who the fuck is that And then clones, you already know. Clones are not going to be realistic and they're not going to stay alive. Me, I feel that I might be one as well. I, I don't know. Because if you look in those pictures that I posted on my Facebook, you can see that that beast, the beast that is actually inside or stamped inside her head, actually has his mouth by my eye and something I have no clue on what that is but something actually is crawling into my eye what is it I have no fucking idea but I do know this I feel it growing inside of me and I find it every day I fight it so bad that I just wish it would just kill this body and let me go, you know, because I know where I'm going. And it ain't to hell because there ain't nothing for me there. You know, like I said, I'm trying to fight for my fellow man, but my fellow man is trying to fight for himself. So, how is a person supposed to win against odds that are outnumbered? I mean, we can't even number the odds. 
No, yet there are some good people out there. There still are. I mean, they're just afraid. They don't know how to even act with this stuff. They are now believing that God is here on earth. And he's not. God will never come to earth. He sits in heaven on his throne. Jesus, his son, the Lord and Savior, our Christ, is here. He's he's walking here and there. And I'm not saying that just because I can and I can say whatever I want on my podcast. No, I'm saying that because I sat with him. And he informed me that I was doing a great job and continue to do it. He never once mentioned my wife. Not one time. Because he knew. He knew that she was dead. He knew that her soul is now being bounced around from body to body. And what I was trying to do when I went to get my wife is I was trying to put her and her soul back together to make, you know, to make her soul jump back in her body and That's not her body. It's not. Even though I want her to be so bad, it's not her. And the more that I realize that it's not her, the more that I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay that she's over there being with another man. It's not hurting me. I mean, it hurts me, but it's okay because it's not her soul. Now, if it was her soul in there doing that shit, I would be devastated. But it's not. It's some unreal, unloving, caring, mind-controlled, you know, robot, doll. And she's not the same. She doesn't do the same thing she does. She does not have Jessica, the real Jessica, inside her. So all these guys, they think that they have something that I have. You guys are fools. You guys are so, so clueless. Because it's not even like that. That's not how she is. The Jessica I had was a live human being. She was a woman that produced children a clone can't produce shit the only thing that a clone can produce is a man's orgasm that's all she can't fucking produce no more kids because a clone can't have a kid aha I bet you didn't know that unless they figured out some way to magically make a yeah, no. Good luck on that one. It's all part of Lucifer's plan <sighs> to eliminate the man, the human race, and try to get up into heaven. But you got to realize, even though we are not going to be angels, we are going to heaven, but we're not angels. Even though we're going to heaven and we're not angels, We're not going to just sit there and let them come in and try to take over heaven. Hell no. We're going to send them back to hell where they belong because that's our home. That's where we belong. That's not where they belong. 
They made their choice. They chose to go to hell. That's your home. You know, I sit there for a thousand years and then try it again. Let's see if you do this again. You know, it's sad, but the clones that they have, you can tell the flaw. And the reason why you can tell who's been cloned and who hasn't, because my wife, the Jessica that I was married to, her eyes, if you look in Facebook, actually, I'm going to post those too. If you look on Facebook, on my page, you're going to see two different things. Now, I'm going to show you the picture that uh, is going to make you realize. Um, oh, so I'm going to show you the picture of how they make Jessica look in porn. So I'm going to post that right now. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I got to, I got to, oh, shit. I can't post that right now. I got to redo that. I got to fix that picture. I got to edit out something because, yeah, I didn't realize that that was there. So, my bad. But um, I'm going to show you her eyes. Her eyes used to be black. Solid black, all of it. Not very many people have eyes like that. Eyes that are solid black. Not very many, if at all. And um, there's all the black. And this person, this being, or not a being, it's a whatever it is. This, um, now has shiny brown eyes how do you have brown eyes when your eyes are black in rare 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 circumstances does your iris ever change I mean it, it, it doesn't now your iris does if you have light eyes you know they can get dark with the mood with your mood you know but people that have a solid, solid color. Those colors never change. You can't go from having black, solid, black eyes. And I'm not talking about the whole eye. I'm talking about just the iris and, you know, and the pupil. If you can have solid black eyes, your eyes do not change back to brown. They don't go from blue to green. Your eyes don't do that. There's, nobody's eyes do that. Unless you have been cloned. Now, where's the picture at? Oh, I thought I posted it. So this lady, who I'm speaking about, Jessica, yeah, her eyes do that. Um, Her eyes are solid, or now, are brown. They're brown. And you can't go from black to brown. Sorry, I don't care who you are. You cannot have black to brown. You cannot have black eyes at birth and them turning brown 
You can't do it. They don't, eyes don't change. So, sorry, I just did the text-to-speech because I'm actually talking and I don't want to um, mess up and, you know, say some. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's a matter of fact that this is the flaw. And anybody that knows their spouse or you know, loved one, they know what uh, what that spouse's eyes are, what color they are. And so, you see very clearly that if you have black eyes, your eyes don't turn brown. And a lot of people that I have met you know, I, I look at I look at your eyes because your eyes are the key to your soul. It tells me what your soul is, who your soul is, and who you are. So when I look into a person's eyes, I'm always looking at their soul and I'm communicating with that soul, you know, finding out, you know, it's good, bad, indifferent, you know, whatever. And this woman that I look at right here in this picture is not the woman I knew. It's not the woman I want to know. But you know, the funny thing about it is that a soul can go into whatever body it wants or whatever body it's put into. But if you put that soul near its body and it wants to be in its in its body and the body that even if it's a clone, because when I was with Jessica for that, whole two days her soul was close by and she or her soul wanted to go back in because the brown eyes they started changing back and you can I can see that that soul was fighting to get out of that body that it was in and trying to go back into its own body well into its cloned body now I should say and it couldn't find its way there completely. It went in for a night. It did the second night. I was with the soul that I wanted to be with. That I fight for. But when she went back to that tent and got stuck. Her soul left her so quick that I don't even know what to say. I actually spoke to her soul the other night and she said that she wants to die. She doesn't want it here. And it's just like her daughter. Her daughter wanted to die. Her daughter did not want her soul in anybody anymore. And she got what she wanted. And I'm happy for her. I'm proud. I'm proud that a 19-year-old soul chose instead of being a fucking whore for these people it chose to go home to heaven I mean how many people how many women out there can honestly say that they've done that not many I know of one that has went home 
she she was done she had no more will to be here in this nasty filthy disgusting planet that it now has become now this is my lord's country this is my lord's town this is my lord's earth and they fucked it up it's nasty now you don't look the same no more earth yeah you blue and green but you nasty it's gray gray all around dirt anyways you know i i pray that uh everybody if you if you know that you're listening and you know your soul is being used the way it's being used you already know what you want you know you want you don't want this you know you want to go home and i want everybody to go home but people are so caught up in into this fantasy that they're living because it's not real none of it's real i got caught up being that close to Jess and knowing that I can put her soul back into this body if I could just figure out how to keep it there. That's why she made that damn voice message. That was the real Jess that made that voice message. That was her soul crying out to her. Telling her to keep moving, keep pushing forward. She just couldn't stay in that body because that body's not hers. It's not as it's a shell. She couldn't do it. And I love her for that. I love the soul that could not stay in a shell. She's not a damn clam. She or not a clam. What are those things? Those damn whatever. Uh crabs that go in different shells and live, yeah. She couldn't do it. And once I was gone out away from her, she she left. She left that body and that body was on its own, now being used and abused again. So whatever. But yeah, I did want to save her. I did. But last night she told me, you know, I'm dying and you know, I'm happy I'm gonna be home soon. And with that being said to me, I was good. But there's still something that makes me want to save her. I guess it's the thought of her being here. The thought of, you know, being next to somebody I loved. And, you know, it, it was that thought. But now I look at it like this. As soon as my wife dies, as soon as her soul is taken up to heaven and is not here no more, I'll know. I'll know and I'll be okay. Then, I could just wait for me to go. But I do know one thing. The way I am, like how I think, I know that my soul, if I am a clone, I know that my soul thinks the same way. And I know that if I am a clone and I have been 
initiated or whatever is growing inside of me is growing and and it pushes my soul out and I know my soul is going to go home because it does not and will not. Okay, this is the second part of uh, Cloning Among Us. So, we all know that uh, people believe in conspiracy theories. All the time, everybody. They do not know or understand or even try to comprehend the realism of what is going on. You know, a lot of people are afraid. And I, too, myself, could care less about death. Death does not frighten me. You know what frightens me? The idiots that believe they can sit there with their eyes wide shut and be okay. Think their souls are okay. Think they're going to live forever. Bitch, please. You ain't going to live forever. Your ass is going to fucking die right when this Lucifer idiot tries to kill you. Now, how would you feel? You're home. Your baby's at work. And then they come home with different colored eyes. What do you think? And you're thinking, what the hell happened to you? Well, I had a little friend. Um, he uh, he helped me out one night. And they told him he had to go to work. And he went to work. And I knew something was up. So I followed him. He wasn't supposed to get off till about 8.30 that night. But yet, he only stayed to work an hour. Oh, he stayed to work about three hours. Well, he wasn't at work. They didn't keep him at work. I watched him get into a car, and I watched him leave. So I sat across the street from his work and I sat there and I watched they brought him back to work about three and a half hours later and he wasn't him the soul that I spoke to a few hours before that was gone and I knew I knew it and I asked him one specific question You told me about something that happened. And he was like, I don't remember. Well, this was a conversation we had right before he went to work. So how the hell don't you remember a conversation we had not six hours ago? Well, that's because when you rush a clone job, You don't get all the information correctly. It's a flaw. You know. I feel that. um, Well they know. 
If I was there and find out that I was a clone, I would instantly kill myself. Because for one, I'm already dead. My body is not here. And for two, I am not going to be manipulated into letting some motherfucker do whatever the fuck he wants with my body. Or making me do what he wants. No, I want to fight for Jesus. I want to fight for God. I want to fight for my fellow man. I, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to fucking be a clone. So I would kill myself instantly. Once I found out I was a clone, yep, goodbye. I'd be dead. Well, if I can get confirmation, I probably would take my life. Because, for one, I'm not me if I'm a clone. I know I'm not a clone. I feel my I feel my soul. I can feel it. But I do know one thing. I wasn't supposed to go look for that fucking clone that's here. And they they love to remind me of that because God is pretty pissed at me right now. I am trying to fight for something that is an abomination to my Lord. I'm trying to save an abomination. And it is sad. It is sad because I can't let go of the fact that even though Jess is not in that body, her soul is not there, I'm in love with that body. Or not the body body, but you know, the thought of it. The thought of her. But I know for a fact that her soul's not in it because she leaves messages where she goes. Sure lets me know where she's at. And they think just because they put her in an old fucking body or an ugly ass woman, no, bitch, I'm not in love with the fucking outside. I'm in love with what the soul is. So you can put it in a fucking... Anything but but a man, you know. <laughs> if you put it in a man, I'll still love the soul that's in the man, but I'll never be with that man. You know, I'm not gay, not a booty buster. So you can do whatever you want. I mean, I will love that man, you know, as if I love. No, I I can't even love him now. I will love his soul. His soul is what I'm in love with. But I will never be with a man because that's an abomination too. So it is what it is. I'll wait till she gets to heaven and then smack her around a couple times because she fucked up. We could have had a reset. It should have chose the right decision. But I understand that it's not her and it's not her fault that they now have control over clones. And It started off as mind control or hypnosis. And you have to figure, she was telling me a story about uh, a doctor that her and her ex-husband used to go to when they were younger. And this doctor was not like a normal doctor's office. And, you know, I'm sitting here trying to put it all together. Who the fuck this doctor was? And she couldn't tell me. And then I describe Santa Claus to her. 
<laughs> uh, not Santa Claus. I just call the devil Santa Claus. Guess who doctor is? So now I'm going to call him doctor instead of Santa Claus. Santa Claus is kind of weird. Doctor's going to be better. But he was shorter. Santa Claus is kind of tall, but he, he can, whatever. Anyways. Whatever happened when they were young, eight, nine years old, her and her ex-husband Jimmy, um, whatever happened to them happened and they had the book and they both had the same dream the same things happen and you know when something like that happens there's no thing I don't believe in coincidences there's no such thing as a coincidence there is such a thing as that's crazy but not a coincidence everything is preordained now if you look at preordained you see that one thing God preordains stuff God's the only one that knows what's going to happen from time to time to time to time to time Ah, except for now you know they have these clones and they they can set their schedule and you know like I said just when she was in this in this guy his name was Elroy or L something Leroy his name was Leroy and when she's in his body, she is so loving. And I told her, I was like, listen, I can't. This is a man. You know, I love you to death, but I cannot love the man that you're in. Or, you know, I, I can't do that. I won't do it. I'm not gay. So don't, you know, act all fruity and, you know, don't act like a woman when you're in this man. You have to be a man. But I love you. And she looked sad when I said it, but she understood. Now, they have put her in some of the most beautifulest bodies I've ever seen in my life. These women are gorgeous. But they're clones. They've already died. And they're just switching bodies around. Switching bodies and switching souls. You know, and they're playing this game. It's it's a game to them. They're enjoying it. They're making humanity and God look like fools. Because nobody else notices that that soul is gone. Except for a handful of people. Now those handfuls of people are the creators that created the clones, they know that that's not the right soul that belongs in that body, but they don't give a fuck. They're getting paid. I know it's not the soul that belongs in that body. I don't give a fuck, and I'm not getting paid. Or I give a fuck, and I'm not getting paid. And the creator of the creation of this senseless, mindless society gives a fuck because he's getting more souls to destroy. He already knows that he can't take a soul. He already knows that the soul is not going to be his, that it's going to be returned back up to our Heavenly Father. He knows that. But he'll play stupid and act like he doesn't. But he knows. You know, 
if you really, really just sit back and look at somebody's eyes and just stare in them, you'll see that person behind those eyes. You'll see what that person really wants. Because sometimes the the soul or the person that is housing the soul will slip up and the soul will be able to say something that makes you snap on and say, hey, what did you say? Who are you? I know somebody like you. Well, yeah, you know somebody like that because that's the soul that you love or that you have a connection to. You already know that. But yet you want to act crazy and say that you, you know, other people are crazy. That doesn't work like that. Other people aren't crazy. You're not crazy. This world is trying to say that you're crazy. Just because they do not want you to, you know, freak out. Which is good. I guess in a way. I guess. Me, on the other hand, I... I'm not going to help this woman get out from what she's doing. She just needs to go to jail. You know, when the police find her, they find her and they arrest her and she goes to jail and she's a clone anyway, so what should I even care who she fucking is fucking or is not fucking? It's none of my business because I know that the soul that I love is not in her body. So I don't care. It has nothing to do with me. She's a shell. She's a doll. She's a plaything now for Satan and his dominions. And she was with Santa Claus this weekend. It was funny. You know, he was trying to hide the fact that she was there. But he let it slip. You see, people, when they're in human form, angels, everybody lies, but everybody slips up in their lives because today something was supposed to happen. And God, I felt uneasy. There was an uneasy feeling since a long time. Well, yesterday. I didn't know what it was. Not right off the bat. But I knew that there was something wrong. And with that there with that something wrong, I knew. I knew for a fact that something was going to happen and guess who calls right when I'm getting ready to leave well Santa Claus calls us you know let's go meet we're going to go eat lunch and my heavenly father my protector told me you ain't meeting that fucking devil today so I couldn't I blew him off I had to because my heavenly father told me to blow him off and I mean it's not like you know He's paying me to do any work or, you know, I'm doing anything, you know, nothing. It was just to go hang out at a coffee shop. Okay, I'm kind of good on that. So I didn't go. Uh, He's probably pissed. Probably pissed that I blocked him and everything. I'm good. But I know I'm discovering a lot of things. I'm discovering that a lot of people know what's going on, but they're just too damn afraid to say what's up. 
which is sad, but, you know, it is what it is. I do know that I feel bad for everybody that has been put through this horrible, horrible situation. And every soul that is out there, believe me, I am trying my best. I'm trying my best to save your family and your friends before this whole world collapses and into a whatever. I'm trying to make the deal of a lifetime. That's why I sit with the devil. Because if I could trade my spot for all of humanity, I would do it in an instant. I would sit there and allow them to do whatever they wanted. If I could save humanity. But I know I can't. So what would I do if I could save 15, 20 people? Well, I would probably do the same thing that I would do for humanity. Because we're all God's people. you got to realize that. We're all His people. And we are all supposed to help one another. We're not like that. We don't help each other. We don't comfort each other. We think that you know, taking somebody's free will is funny. You think that torturing and murdering women and children and, and men is entertainment? No, it's not. It's not entertainment. You're actually doing a disservice to yourself by acting the way you do. But how hard is it to really understand that God loves you? He loves the soul that's in you. He doesn't want you to be without it. Because, you know, it keeps us grounded. It keeps us grounded here on earth because we're not above ourselves thinking, Oh, we're gods. Or I'm an angel. Or whatever. No, motherfucker. You are a human that is a clone that thinks he's a god or a fucking whatever. An angel. No, it doesn't work like that. Never has and never will. No person on this earth has ever become an angel. Well, it is what it is. So, I pray that you guys are just safe and I just, I don't know how to explain the hurt that I have inside and it's not for a woman it's not for this clone it's for humanity because humanity is actually running out of time <coughs> we're actually we're actually running out of time and it's not it's not okay I miss my daughter. I miss my family that have not turned, that are still 100%. I miss a lot. And I think a lot. And I overthink things sometimes. And I... I don't know how to change the world. And I'm trying. I know that I probably need to quit my team because if I don't, 
I'm too caught up in helping people now. I'm back in that mode where, oh, I even say the words that like she says it. I'm back in that mood to where I feel better about myself helping somebody else. Because if I can't help nobody else, then what good am I? I'm no good to nobody. I'm just another paperweight sitting on somebody's desk. Sorry, my Lord built me something for so- my Lord built me for something greater, greater than myself, and that's what I want to prove that He did the right thing in building me and making me who I am. Because I just want to be that person. Well, it is sign-off time. It's time for me to go to sleep because I have a long day tomorrow. And it is 2.45 p.m. Or a.m., excuse me. I pray that you guys have a marvelous, marvelous Monday workday. I pray that the Lord is with you guys all the time. And that he comforts you in your time of need. And he gives you what you need when you need it because sometimes the Lord you know gets overwhelmed and you got to understand how many billions and billions of people believe in him and he has to listen to every single voice of ours especially when we ask from our hearts and our souls and our souls are crying out to him hey this is this is wrong it's it's an injustice to you to us to everybody God hears that stuff. He hears it and he wants to correct it. But he has to do it at the right time. He could have to say, okay, here, go ahead and we're good. And I'll see you on the rebound. He doesn't do that. He doesn't work that way. He gave me and Jessica a job. We, well, I tried to complete it. He did, or she didn't. She didn't want to because she was under the influence of somebody else. Like I said, we could have had a restart, but no. Our restart was, or a reset. It had to do with me and her being together because. We're stronger together. We are not strong apart. Well, she's not strong at all, but... He just didn't realize that... She was actually very strong. I didn't realize it until I heard her tell me that... She was gonna... She was tired and she was dying and she wanted to go home. Once her soul told me that, I was relieved. I just hope she went home. So I'm going to leave that right there in the air and, you know, say amen. I'm sorry that I got off track. But if I could save one soul, just one my life would be so much happier. And I know that I've helped people, but I've never saved a soul. And 
when I say saved a soul, I'm literally talking about a, a human being's soul. I've never saved one, and I want to. Whatever. I don't know. Okay, I'm out of here. Like I said, I'll keep going and going and going, and yeah, I'm just tired now. So may you guys all walk with God every day, all day. I'm out. I feel that uh, if I don't leave now, I can talk another whole hour if I wanted to. But I don't, so I'm gone. But.